You're listening to The Brandwell Podcast, the business podcast for side hustlers and creative entrepreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. Your host, Victoria Marcoulier, is a wife, mama, and the owner of a branding studio she built from the ground up, Brandwell. With each episode, Victoria and her guests share the behind the scenes of how they built their dream career and give you the expert advice you'll need to build yours. Learn how to show up confidently online as we cover everything from social media, website strategy, email marketing, and a little bit of that mompreneur life in between. Here's your host, Victoria Marcoulier. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Brandwell Podcast. I so appreciate you hitting play today. This one is going to be another short and sweet episode, but so interesting. So I did a designer training for um, my designers a few months back, and I shared this analogy with them, and I thought, you know what? This would make a good episode um, to really help people get their mind around branding. And branding, I really believe, is made up of two parts. It's made up of the aesthetics. So this is where your logos, your color palette, your fonts, um, your imagery, that all would fall under branding. Um, More though, just the aesthetic, the design. Um, This is really where we help our clients out a lot. Um, That is what we focus on at Brandwell. And then there's a second part of branding, and this is your brand's message. So your tone of voice, this is um, you know, your mission statement, this is the words on your website, um, how you interact with your customers, both in person and online. These are your social media captions, the email blast that you send out to your list. All of these things make up your brand's message and put them both together and you have a complete brand identity. Um, I think it's very hard to have one without the other and if you really wanna have a thriving business, you need to have both and they both need to be crafted strategically um, and really with your ideal client in mind. So we were talking about the importance of brand design um, and then we were talking about the importance of brand messaging and how when you separate them, um, you lose the power of your brand in its entirety. So I want to talk about where dating apps come into this. So little disclaimer, I've actually never used a dating app. I was fortunate to meet my husband in college and we kind of met the old school traditional way where he came up to me, asked me out for coffee and literally the rest was history and we now have two babies together. But um, I am familiar with how dating apps work and my designers have been on them so they've shared with me a little bit to make sure that my analogy was not so incorrect. Um, but here is how I believe a dating app um, can teach us a lot about branding. So when I was with my designers going through this training, I asked them a question. It was meant to be a trick question, but I talked about the importance of brand design. Then I talked about the importance of brand messaging and I asked them, what do you think is more important? And they actually both said messaging, right? Which is kind of funny because we are primarily designers. <laughs> We're not copywriters. So um, I was a little bit surprised by their answer, but I had done a pretty good job talking up the importance of brand messaging and how powerful a message is in somebody's buying decision. But um, it was a trick question. So the answer, I believe, is both. And here's where the dating analogy comes in. If you are using a dating app, we'll say Tinder for now. So you're on Tinder, you're scrolling through the list of profile pictures um, for different guys that you could date. And tell me that you're not looking for the one that you're attracted to, right? The one that is kind of most in line with what you pictured yourself with. Maybe uh, that's like dark hair, dark eyes. Um, Maybe that's blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever your taste may be, okay? So 
as you're scrolling through, you're really just looking for the profile picture that captures your attention, right? Only then do you swipe to learn a little bit more about that person. Do you click to see, okay, what are their likes and interests? What are their values? Like, let me read their profile. If their initial profile picture did not draw you in, you never would have read the profile telling you a lot more about them. So this is where I bring in brand aesthetic, okay? So your fonts, your color palette, your logos, your imagery, all of this is that initial attraction, okay? So I've said this many times before, but your brand should be the lead magnet for your business. Somebody sees it and they're like, ooh, I like that. What is this all about, right? And then they go to learn more. Now, if we go back to dating, we click on the guy's picture, looks super great, but we realize we kind of have no shared values, like nothing in common. So we're going to go back and swipe left. I think that's how it works. And then just like keep looking for the next one that fits both of those needs. So without having that branding that was designed strategically to attract the eye of who you want to work with within your business, it's going to be very hard to get your messaging heard or read. Okay. So we really need this design piece to draw people in to be that initial attractor. And then here's what the messaging does. Okay, so your brand's message, it should be made up of what your service is, how you help people, maybe the problems that you solve, any values that you're willing to share um, that you might be able to share and and have in common with the people that you work with. Um, You know, like something we talk about a lot on our uh, website and throughout our branding is like we're an all-female team. And I love that, right? And a lot of people choose to work with us because we are an all-female team. That's, That's kind of a shared value of like, hey, we're supporting other women in business and we're supporting other moms who are, you know, doing this with little ones at home with them. And that is why we use that in our messaging, right? Because it's a shared value. Like I love to hire other working moms who have built businesses while they're raising their kids. I think it's really admirable. So in the same way that when you click on somebody's profile and you see that like, oh, hey, you know, they have the same faith as me or they love to go hiking too, or they love iced coffee. Now you're starting to connect. It's still on a very superficial level, but you are starting to connect with the person. So you were drawn to them by their picture, by the aesthetic, right? And now we're starting to build a little bit of a connection where we're like, all right, I'm going to stick around a little bit. I'm going to hang out on your email list. I'm going to let you, you know, market to me. I'm going to maybe follow you on Instagram because I want to keep knowing more about you. I'm interested. All right. So the branding is so important, but the messaging is what's going to kind of get them to want to stick around for a bit. So the thing with messaging is your messaging should be at so many different touch points, right? right? It's, it's like going on the first date, the second date, the third date. So ideally, if your website uh, has the aesthetic that people are attracted to it, this is probably going to start earlier on. It's probably going to start on social media, to be honest, where they're drawn to your overall design, your aesthetic, your brand. Um, therefore, they're curious, right? So they're, they're tapping on your profile. They're clicking to the link in bio. They're finding out a little bit more about you. So now on your website is a chance to kind of tell them what you're all about. Say like, hey, here's here's me. This is what I'm all about. Um, this is how you know I think would be a good fit. And then here's a good place to give them something free, right? Okay, so here's where the guy's like, hey, can I buy you coffee? You're like, 
okay, sure. Like what's the risk here for going out for coffee? I get a free coffee at the end of the day, even if nothing else works out. So this is your opt-in on your website. All right. So you're giving people their free coffee. (laughs) You're dating them, but it's very early on. Um, Just some quick value add to kind of get them hooked in a relationship where now you've got their phone number in in business terms. Maybe now we've got their email address. Now we can kind of nurture the relationship, see where it goes. And once we have that, now we really get to get into the, the core of our brand's messaging, right? Like, our deeper shared values where we can connect on a little bit deeper level, um, build that know, like, and trust factor. So your brand's messaging is going to come in in so many areas. I listed them off at the beginning, but um, you know, it's so much more than just the words on your website, right? Like your brand's messaging should be consistent throughout every platform that you're marketing or anything that's talking about your business. So, you know, for us, like my podcast, right? Like this, that you're listening to right now, I want to make sure that everything I say on here is consistent with what you see when you inquire with Brandwell or when you, um, you know, book a free consult with us or when we're actually working with you to design your website or when you're reading our posts on social media, the tone should be the same, right? And the, the way that we help you should be the same. Like showing up confident online is what we help you do. We, we do it because we want you to stand out and we want you to sell more. So that's my brand's messaging, but I'm able to take that so much deeper and really build relationships with my clients um, and my prospects through the podcast, through the emails that we send out every week, through the social media posts that we put up every day. And then of course, through the words on my website, whether I'm sending people to a landing page for a sale we're running, um, or if they're just curious and they're checking it out on their own. So in the same way that you go out for coffee, first date goes well, maybe that opt-in that you sent to your client, that freebie or the worksheet, um, it was great. They loved it. The free masterclass that they took of yours, um, they're like, hey, like this person's legit. They know what they're talking about. Now is where you're building that relationship. You're consistently staying in touch with them. So the guy's consistently reaching out, texting you, hey, let's set up the second date. Um, And this is what you're able to do with your prospects, right? Until you nurture them along until we never really know when somebody's going to be ready in their buying journey. Um, So sometimes people discover your brand and what you don't realize is that they have been searching for you for months or maybe you have a really pricey product, like maybe you're also a website designer. Um, They could have been searching for you for a year. They've been, you know, trying to find somebody that aligns with their style and their vision and their values and then they find you and honestly, they are primed and ready to buy. They're like, where do I pay? Um, So that's best case scenario, right? That's when the sales cycle is really short. It's very rare that that happens, right? It's very rare that you go on the first date and you're like, you are the one for me. Please buy my engagement ring. I am ready to commit for life. That's not always the case, but you just never know when somebody's going to be at that point where they're ready to commit. Um, And now, of course, depending on your product or service, It doesn't always have to be in the same category as marriage, right? Like hiring a web designer, yes, it's expensive. Yes, we're going to work together for a few months. But after those few months, you can go on your merry way and do whatever the heck you want, right? There there is no legal binding after those 12 weeks are up. Um, And if you have an inexpensive product, maybe you sell, you know, essential oils or you're selling... um, I don't know, clothing online where your average order is about like 50 to 100 bucks, then this is going to require a little bit less nurturing, right? Like this is maybe one really good opt-in and then a sale. Um, So 
just keep in mind that people are going to be ready to buy at different stages of their journey. You don't always know what stage of their journey they're in when they meet with you. So keeping your brand messaging consistent and staying consistent with how frequently you stay in touch with them, right? Like the purpose of my email marketing is not so that every time I send an email, somebody buys, right? Like very rarely do we actually even have a call to action in our email for someone to buy anything. The purpose of the emails is really just to stay top of mind for the people on my list, right? So that whenever they're ready, whenever they need a website down the road, whenever they need to rebrand their business down the road, they're going to think of Brandwell because they remember seeing my name in their inbox, whether they even opened the email or not. They've seen my name consistently week after week after week after week. So make sure that as you're nurturing this relationship with your prospects or your clients who were drawn in by your branding, so you know they already like your style, you know they like what you're all about. Now your job is to just have consistent messaging through your website, through your emails, through the ads that you're running online because that's going to be what nurtures them. And eventually one day they're going to say, you know what? You've sold me. I'm in and I'm a customer for life. So I hope that was kind of a fun parallel for you of how, uh, you know, dating apps are kind of similar to branding and how important your brand aesthetic is as well as your brand messaging. You really can't separate the two if you want to have a really powerful marketing strategy. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. If you love this podcast and the content that I share with you, please go give it a five-star review on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. And it keeps me coming back week after week, sharing this free advice with you. Thanks for tuning in to the Brandwell podcast. If you're a side hustler or creative entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to cheer you on week after week by providing practical advice on how to grow your business. For show notes or to learn more about what we covered in today's episode, head to brandwelldesigns.com. Until next time, keep branding well.